Hey, hey there, guys. It's it's Editor Jackson. You know what that means. This is this is gonna be a wild one. Uh, we get a little based here today. Uh, it's kind of a crazy episode, and we don't necessarily talk about the real topic that was intended, which is either good or bad. It's kind of hard to say, but. We do get into some interesting conversations, and I explain why the episode this week is also late, so I apologize for that, but regardless, we get a little a little feisty, and we both get a little based, and uh, it, it's kind of a wild episode, so uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. I, I hope you enjoy the wild ride that it is, but uh, I'll see you guys on Wednesday. You're ready to piss some people off? I'm actually really down. Yeah, I know you are. You came up with the topic. Oh boy, I'm actually. I don't. I don't think you. I. I hope you know. I don't think you think I'm gonna attack this the way you think I am. I think that I'm just feeling real feisty today. We fought before we started recording. Yeah, we kind of got into it. Yeah, I think it's just in the air. I think I'm. Yeah, I'm just a little feisty. Today. I've been like that today too. A little feisty bear. Yeah, I've been. I've been on ten today too. Trust me. It's a little feisty bears. It's okay though. That honestly makes for good content. Like it just it, it makes for a good conversation. Oh, not my squishy. Hey, how's it going? Howdy, bitch. How you doing? How you doing? Welcome. Baby, come to take Welcome to coming up for air, an introspective podcast. You're damn straight it is, especially today. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Jackson. I'm your co-host, Brendan. And today we're talking about what is true masculinity. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this could not go well. You know what I just like thought about in my head? Oh, that this is a bad idea. No, uh, I think you should do the uh, like kind of like the David Green episodes. Is it was his name David Green? Who the fuck's David Green? I don't know if it was David Green. He was like an author. Um, John Green? John Green. You know the videos, the educational videos he always make. I could definitely see you doing. Yeah, that. Yeah, what are those called? Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I just thought about that, but like your voice and the way you were going about it, I really think. You could. Oh, what are those called? I actually love those. Yeah, those are always super you, cool to watch. Well, you know. Because I was just like learning shit, but I would just like throw those on, and I'd just have like a playlist basically that would like it would autoplay them basically. And I'd have my game up, and I'd be playing stuff, and I'd look over and be like, oh, that's interesting. Look at the animation for a second between games, watch it, and then just keep listening to it as I'm playing, and just learn. Jackson was definitely one of those kids, for sure. Like, I, they're like there's, brain. there's no doubt in my mind that that's exactly what happened. a lot of them, especially when I was playing Minecraft, too. I, that, like, that sentence alone is like, you can't make that up. Like, you can't script that, so you know uh, it's true. But I believe you. It's not a bad what? thing. But you know what? You're an L nerd. I am an L nerd. Yeah, why are you, you... Let's hit a check-in. Because <laughs> I don't want to talk about our main topic yet. And I don't want to describe what we're going to talk about. I don't want to. <laughs> Brother. <laughs> also, um, also, real quick, I'm so sorry this episode's late. Um, Brendan's dumb. It is my fault. 110%. Uh, but I... Yeah, it'll probably be out at like 7 or 8 tonight, depending on how long it takes to upload. It's okay. It's all right. I'm so sorry. It's all right. It's okay. They forgive you. Also, I'm sorry that the trailer for the new series didn't drop yet, but I realized that I didn't know what the timeline would be like. 
because we didn't record his pro uh, his episode, which is the first one. Yeah. So I was like, I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. dropping this trailer yet. Yeah, it's okay. We'll just push things back a little but bit. You know what? Just keep looking in your news feed for us. Okay. Or your content feed, I guess. What Jackson said. Spotify tells you when you have new episodes. All good things. Um, checking in. Yeah, why are you nerd? <clears throat> so I started reading, um, you know, books and shit. <laughs> Not like people's minds or anything like that, you know? <laughs> Tarot cards. <laughs> yeah, I stopped doing that. Um, oh, that actually reminds me of. I'm sorry. Uh, 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 it's okay. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Jackson's on ten today, bro. Um, Past three episodes that's happened. It'd be like that. Uh, I started reading the uh, Forty Eight Laws of Power. And it's basically a book to turn you into a wizard. Um, I'm convinced that I'm going to be Harry Potter by the time I'm done reading this book. He keeps saying this, but it's just a nice way to become, like, silver-tongued. And yeah, and I mean, well, because, like, obviously this entire world, like... Nobody who is successful played fair the entire time. Like, at some point, you had to either deceive somebody, seduce somebody, and not like in a, I hate you so much. I hate you so much for that. You either had to deceive somebody, seduce somebody, or make somebody work for you in your favor when it wasn't always going both ways. I'll work for you, baby. Or a comedy podcast second. Sheesh. <laughs> I don't think I've ever wanted to like pull. I'm on the water now. <laughs> I don't think I've ever wanted to pull my hair out more than that. I took a week from content creation, Brendan. I'm I'm ready. I'm back in it. <sighs> Keep going. No cuts. Yeah, you're right. Um, damn. Train of thought. Uh, Reading about your wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long story short, it's just kind of like a spooky book to uh, tell you what to look out for when it comes to people's true intentions, um, how to depict um, people's power plays, uh, and what it looks like to make your own moves. You know what I mean? Um, So, uh, I mean, so far it's a really good book, and I'm not really a big book reader, um, I'm just kind of like I don't, I just, I'm a big audiobook guy. See, I thought about doing an audiobook, but I feel like I won't pay attention as much. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like forcing myself to read it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's something that I think I have the added benefit of. I listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff already, and a lot of stuff like audio and doing something else at the same time for me is kind of an innate skill that I'm like I've worked really hard to establish. Yeah, and be good at instead of it just being like what I was decent at mm. uh, so audiobooks work really well for me yeah i think it's just i don't know I've, I've kind of almost found like peace in going to like the coffee shop or something like that and like just reading and just kind of like because i can't read here like you I, you inherit your never mind my what my what 
your your basic white girl vibes. You go to the coffee shop with your book. Nah, it's just because I get free you shit read. there. I don't have to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's funnier <clears throat> to bully you. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, I, it could have been worse, and I could have been like, yeah, I try to go find like these really cool lookouts and just really look over the valley and like. Sound like a couple people I know. Um, I mean, call your people out, I guess. Fuck. No, 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 no. I don't got to call them out. They know who they is. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I love them the way that they are. Uh, I mean, regardless, uh, the, the point is, is just like, I don't know. I've kind of almost found peace with trying to, uh, apply discipline and, you know, start actually educating myself on things and, you know, acquiring knowledge because knowledge is power, you know? So, yeah. Being a nerd is kind of cool. It is. You can make people look really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's one of my favorite things that you've ever complimented me on. Making people look stupid? No, is whenever you talk about how, like, I'll make people be dumb, but they won't know that I'm making them feel dumb. Yeah, it's the funniest shit in the world to me is when you're like, you're like leading somebody down this like, like almost like like letting pebbles down to like a puppy to like make them come. To yeah, you. and then as soon as he comes to, you're like, you're a dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally what you do to the dog to get them out of the room. Yeah, it's like you want to go outside. You want to go outside. <laughs> dumb bitch slams door. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like by the time that they realize it, which uh, is I've that, already walked away. Which the conversation's is, over. Which is actually uh, one of the laws in the book is, uh, um, you know, never letting people know your true intention. And obviously, it, but it's it, it's great because Brendan will, whenever it happens when he's around, he will look at me and be like, "Like I'll like win." He's, like he's watching the most impressive tennis match ever. Well, yeah, because like for me, like I, like his first couple words, I'm like. All right, here we go. You know, because I already knows because it starts the same. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. It's usually start like the same couple lines and like his body language and like just the way he approaches it. He's usually the same every time. And I'm like, bro, he's about to fuck this person's mental up by the time he's done. And then they won't realize it. And then they usually realize it like later down the road or like you can kind of just tell. Uh, it's just. But then it, the next time they see me, I'm so nice and friendly. And then they're like, oh, yeah, because you're Jackson. You, you would actually love... I really want you to read this book because you actually apply a lot if of If you send laws. me the name, I'll probably get it on Audible and just listen. You actually... Not sponsored. I will listen on my generic streaming service for books. <laughs> no, it's sponsored. <laughs> I'm not editing it. We, we got to keep going. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been kind of really just trying to tap into uh, acquiring knowledge and... I guess, because, like I said, being disciplined and building a foundation for what I'm trying to do later on um, and just stop all the fuckery that I've been doing. Speaking of us not editing, let us know if you like these raw episodes where we're just kind of like, we're riffing it. We're raw dogging it. We're, we're just riffing and I don't really edit it as much or like... I don't like riffing it. You should really go raw dog. You know? All right, well... Professional raw doggers. Well, <laughs> okay. That was a nice check-in, Brendan. Shout out to, uh, uh, what is his name? Gideon. He has like a professional raw dogger t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, 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 So the Tarkov wipe happened. Yeah, I've only um, played like once or twice. So, yeah. so for people who don't know, for non-gamers out there, there's a game called Escape from Tarkov. It's a looter shooter, which means you basically... 
a looter shooter. Yeah, so it's a first-person <laughs> shooter, and you're in Russia in kind of like a post-apocalyptic vibe, uh, and you are scavenging for gear, and you bring in your own gear, and if you die, you lose the gear you brought in. And if you make it out, you get to keep your gear and whatever stuff you find in the raid. And you do, like, objectives and stuff. It's fun. Um, it's, it's all fun. It is. It is. It's a good time. Um, except for when it's not. But it's usually a good time. <laughs> except for when it's not. Is right. Uh, but because slowly people, you level up and stuff, and you will slowly just get better and better gear. Eventually, the game kind of needs to be reset so that people just don't continue being, like, super high-level empowered. Uh, and so the wipe just happened on the new year. Uh, which also means an update, and we got a map that we've been waiting for for like five or six years called Streets of Tarkov. It's a big city map, basically, uh, and it's ironically, it's like my dream, like what I've always wanted in a game was like a urban environment to fight in. Mm-hmm. But I have not played. It. I played it once, and I crashed. <laughs> oh, that's crazy! I saw that uh, somebody tweeted or in one of the discords that I'm in, um, that is like one of the homies that I knew from Dutch, and like it's all his homies. Um, they were like, Hey, there's two big gun crates and, uh, one more thing in streets, um, that if you find it, you get like some really fucking lit ash. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of wild. It looks really good and I need to learn it, but I've been trying to do my early tasks and stuff so I can get geared up and get rich. Honestly, I've been, I've been doing really good this wipe. The the starting week was real rough. (laughs) It was a lot of L's, but now I'm... I'm not deep, but I am doing pretty decent money-wise, and I'm, like, running actual kits and stuff. Uh, And my stash is pretty full because I'm, like, just... I keep running actual kits. I'm, like, doing pretty good. I will, like, run NVGs on, like, night raids sometimes. I have, like, almost all the weapons I bring in now are suppressed weapons. I, like, full-kitted. It's pretty sick. It's a fun time right now. Nice. Like, that mid-time where, like, you're still not really good... But you have enough bankroll to kind of sustain and be like, I'm gonna just do a kitted run. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of fun because kitted runs are always a really good time. Yeah, I need to start hopping in because you you started playing with some fucking nerds in that bitch, huh? Uh, no. I thought you kept playing with uh with um, Soko. Soko? Yeah, Soko was new. This is his first wipe. I swear. Yeah, it's just oh, that, it was his it's homie. Just, it's just, that was yeah, his homie knows what he's doing. Um, but I think I know more than his homie does. Oh, I feel you. Uh, or just have it more committed to memory, because uh, I have a gamer brain. Yeah, I heard the sniper on streets at Tarkov was also fucking. The bitch. scavs have been insane. <laughs> so basically, there's different. The longer you stay in a raid, the harder the scavs get, but they also get better loot. But the problem was they cranked all the scavs up to basically be really hard scavs off, off rip. Yeah. Uh so everybody was just getting fucked. And so people would be early raid and expecting it to be like, oh, these are going to be easy scabs. You can kind of one tap with a pistol as soon as you yeah. shoot well, him, he turns around, blasts you with a shotgun for like two hundred. Well, not even out. just that, but it would be like, oh, it's fine. I can get in this fight with this scab because he's going to miss the first six shots probably, or he'll leg me, or he'll arm me, and I'll be fine. But and then you load in and you you know you're Mosin man, you Mosin no other stuff, and you've got like a backpack to complete your quest. And then fucking you round the corner and a scavs cheeky and then does like a fucking 360 like he's in Call of Duty. Why wise his fucking sniper and then scopes in bam and you drop to the floor and you're like, oh, I can't even imagine how it was to go against uh, Tachanka in factory. Off, oh, Tagila or Tagila. Yeah, Tachanka's from R6. 
Same um, vibes, to be honest. Yeah, well, no, that's Killa. Killa has more T'Chanka vibes. Tugilla is the big man, no shirt. He's got a yeah, gas, and the sl- uh, or the sledgehammer. Yeah, yeah, that man's terrifying. I'm waiting. I had to do a couple night raids, and I was like, imagine running into Tugilla in night raid. Soko hasn't met any of the scav bosses really, so I want him to meet Tugilla. But I haven't gone to that mission where I have to hunt him yet. That's fucked. Anyway, Dark House been fun. It's been a good time. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> started to start streaming and stuff again. Especially now, I did my branding overhaul and everything, so I'm ready to go back. I think I, I've got, I've got the like. And it looks pretty energy. sick. Thanks, man. I'm fine. I'm really happy about it. It looks really good. Um, there's a couple things that I'm kind of trying to adjust for Streamlabs, but for the most part, like I'm I'm really fucking hyped, and I'm ready to kind of get back in and start trying to kill it. I really want to get YouTube stuff going, and then be be all types of set. Do you use your sound bits through uh, Streamlabs or do you go through like uh, Streamladder? For or not Streamladder is like Stream Sounds, some bullshit. For like my notifications. No, I know. I know you apply those through Streamlabs and like the like the files and shit yeah. like that. I mean, like your actual channel points, like in through Twitch. Um, I do it through the integrated Twitch one on like the actual Twitch site. They have uh, uh, points now, channel points. Even with like, like certain like sounds and shit like that. Mm. Oh, I guess they would be. Well, you know how like if you have like a like my brother has like the rock one. If you like, boom. Like if you, uh, I'd have to submit. We'd have to look at this later. Uh, yeah, that's an out of. I just, yeah, I just got like super like yeah. into it. Question out of, out of podcast talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> let's dive in, brother. Let's. You ready? Is, no, no, I'm not. I'll be honest. It's not. Know, why are we talking about this? Um, honestly, I think it's just a good one. It's a good topic to talk about. Um, two, I just feel like I've had like, I don't know, my entire life. It's always been like, you know, we've talked about it and like how you're right there. Uh, we've always talked about how like you know like. We're always told, like, man up and, you know, guys shouldn't really be in their emotions, yada, yada, this and that. And, like, you know, like, obviously, like, to a certain extent, we should be in tune with our emotions and, like, understand, like, why we're feeling the way we feel in certain times. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it's almost come to a point where, like, they're trying, like, like, people are trying to push it to a point where, like, you should be only in tune. With your emotions. Mm, explain. Because it almost seems like any type of like masculinity or any type of like quote unquote manliness is always shot down before like somebody who's like in tune with their emotions. But I think something that has been brought to my attention that I haven't really like looked at it and taken a step back is most of the men who have been school shooters, rapists, mass murderers in our country have all active out of emotion because they haven't any, had anybody to discipline them because of the either the environment that they've came up from, the abuse that they've come up from. It's all out of pure aggression, hatred, you know, for these people or, you know. Does that not also fall on their inability to express how they were feeling before it reached an apex? Well, I mean, obviously, they didn't have nobody to express that to. I, I know that. I know that there's times to. Well, I know that there's like 
and I and I know like the way I said that, but obviously like go find some help, go somebody you know find somebody to talk to. But I also think that like encouraging because we also have the way the the way we have to see it is like obviously I think what you're trying to say is they are victims too, even if they're what they did does not justify is not justified. Yeah, but and essentially because I think that if if you from a young age can teach a boy to keep his emotions in check and understand, all right, I'm feeling like this because this happened mm-hmm. and not to act out of that. Mm-hmm. It's teaching discipline, but it's almost like we, we don't teach that. We don't teach the, all right, address where you're coming from, why you're feeling like this and move on from it. Cause I think you also have to realize like, and not like in a, I know how sexist this sound, but a woman who acts out of their emotion and a man who acts out of pure aggression both look like two completely different beasts. Nine times out of ten, a man is going to act out of aggression towards violence, correct? Usually with women we see it, it's either screaming or it's usually verbal um, and attack on, you know, from a verbal standpoint. But we've seen it like when men get angry like when you when you almost see that fuse snap in a man like you know like oh like he looked like he could have killed somebody you know what i mean yeah i think that i'm an outlier because of the positions i've been in in my life that i i know what it looks like when a woman would do that when a woman does do that, yeah, absolutely. No, I and, I, and I'm and, and, I, and I'm not saying that it's no, not know. possible. And I you know think what I mean? That I've seen it that, but I also think that women from a young age, like even growing up, are better in check about their emotions because they're they they know how to play their emotions a little bit better. You know what I mean? But that's that's kind of where I'm coming from. Is I like think we don't they know how to outpour them better. And how to maintain anger better for the most part. Yeah, because we're not taught to. We're not taught how to. You know what I mean? Like, we're not taught in a correct... Some of this also does depend on your upbringing, obviously. Yeah, and, and yeah. we are talking as a mass generalization on the social standard. Yeah, and... and that goes... And you got to realize, like, from where, like, most men come from. Especially from, like... Uh, I, I was talking with this from one of my close friends yesterday. Um, and he said... Um, most men of color, whether it be black, even Hispanic, um, like they usually come up from a single mother upbringing. So out of nature, they're going to be more emotional because they didn't have anybody to discipline them and show them what it is to keep it in check. Still do what you need to do with honor and duty. Because if you look back in like great conquerors, yada, yada, whoever you want to look at, like I'm sure that they had, you know, their times where they were fucking wanting to ball their eyes out. They didn't want to get up and do something that day, but they obviously went and got it done. You know what I mean? We see the differences on what it is to look like uh, someone who asserts themselves and does what needs to be done rather than just not doing it at all or not having the drive. And I'm not like saying like we have to go out and be these like almighty fucking stoic fucking dudes. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to be a fucking Viking you know what I mean? Because if we look back on history, they were also really shitty people. They treated women like absolute dog shit. It's for me the big thing is finding this middle ground of like being able to still be a stoic, but not a complete like 
just like fucking brute. You know what I mean? Why do you think being stoic is important? Because I think it it sets the, the differences between, I guess, man and woman. You know what I mean? Because, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, and, again, I know how that sounds. Like, don't get me wrong. I know, what, like, women can still be stoic. Women can still be brave, hold their own, and still be, you know, just as strong and considered, you know, up there with men. But I think that, you know, it, it almost gives, like, man, like man an identity. You know what I mean? For you to be confident in yourself, like, because we, we have too many emotions. We have, we, like, we have way too much shit that we that goes on in our heads, like, the the voices that go on in men's head from the shit that you have to deal with as a man growing from a young age, like there there's just way too much shit going on in your head. You have to have some type of discipline. You have to have some type of system that you go through. You know what I mean? And some of it is just not installed for us like coming up. You know what I mean? And we have sometimes the wrong impressions of what a man looks like. That's why you have, you know, all these rappers and shit like that that are you know, praising a man, fucking, you know, flexes a gun, fucks bitches and, you know, drinks all this, you know, drinks all his alcohol, fucking does all these drugs and shit like that. Like That's what quote unquote a man looks like. You know what I mean? And especially that's the influences that we see in social media and shit like that. But really, like, obviously, it's like, you know, being able to be a provider and being able to be a protector. Like I saw Jordan Peterson. He said that uh, I'd rather be a, the most dangerous man in the room with a good heart rather than looking like the the greatest man and not being able to do anything about anything. Not having the power to assert, like, this is what's going to happen. This is what's, like, not allowed, like, in any situation. You know what I mean? And not being, basically having the capability to defend yourself or those around you. Okay. I still don't think I understand why stoicism is important over being able to be emotional. And I, I'm not saying that you can't be emotional. I'm just saying like acting out of emotion, like a lot of like it, it like it's more it's more socially I accepted. I think that that's a human trait that needs to be maintained of like being able to check your emotions to maintain a healthy level of like. I am not a walking time bomb. Yeah. No. And 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 I think that's but it's the. there's no actual teaching for it. There's no actual like instruction on like that. We've tried to like right now in society, it's more socially accepted to be just in your emotions and be like in your feelings rather than trying to correct them. Cause then as soon as you try and like either correct them or keep them in check, then it's like, Oh, you're bottling it or, Oh, you need to let it out. It's like, all right, you can let it out, but it's letting it out, addressing what it is, where, where it's coming from, addressing the cause, moving on from it and not letting it affect you. After that. Yes, which is different from stoicism. But I think going through that adversity and then kind of attacking head on, I think going forth after that is what I, what I would consider, I guess, the stoic part. Okay. And that's why, like, I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, just sit here and be like, oh, we have to be, like, this whole almighty, like fucking like god you know Mm -hmm. what i mean but it's just more of like i think we need to realize like why men in history who have conquered and done a lot and progressed and have been successful and you know i've had these dynasties or legacies for so long like obviously it worked for a reason you know what i mean 
and we can take the parts that did work and obviously the shitty parts that they did do and things that they did and obviously learn from that and not do that. But I don't think it's healthy as a- I think that you will gain more out of trying to find fundamental leadership skills from those people rather than masculine skills from those people. Because a lot of dynasties, especially, are entirely based off bloodline. Well, yeah, I feel you. There is a level of, like, I am just owed this because I simply was born in that regard. Yeah. But also in those dynasties and shit like that, like, we also saw, like, people got basically played if you weren't, like... But that's my point, is there's awful fucking they were usually the people that were in charge were nine times out of ten the most miserable awful insufferable people yeah so is it not more of a lesson in leadership than in masculinity unless you were looking at as hey those people are the things we shouldn't be doing well and i think that's why i said you have to pull like obviously from the shitty ass things that they did do but to be put in power like you obviously had to do something correct you had to 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 be able to assert your power and be able to like really like i'm kind of like I guess looking at it, okay, dynasties, I guess the way you said it, like it's a bloodline, I guess not looking Most at Most rulerships were. Almost all rulerships were bloodline based. Like conquerors wise, like you, like. Conquerors, once they conquered, then it became a bloodline basis. Yeah. So I, I guess you would only look at the. And a conqueror usually already has a basis that they're standing upon. Yeah. But obviously over, like getting to that point, becoming, you know, somebody who can conquer. Like, the mindset behind it, I guess, is what I'm trying to... Not the actual action of, like, the... the uh, I guess the action of conquering, just the mentality of it and what we're, what it's supposed to look like to be able to just attack life. You know what I mean? Because I'm not, I'm not looking at it as a standpoint to be able to overcome and just, like, conquer people. I think this is an awful analogy, and I think I understand what you're trying to say, and it's a more, more of a mental fortitude thing that you're trying to establish but I think pointing it back to people who have done awful things that everybody historically has kind of been like, these people aren't very good and treated people awfully and did awful shit for the most part is not the way you are try- you're going to want to try to establish this. I feel you. I think that what you're looking for is more people who became like sports legends and stuff like that. People who have the mental fortitude to be like, I am going to be the best. I'm going to outperform everybody because I know I can, because I have the fortitude because I am strong enough to, or however you want to go about that. Well, yeah. Cause it's just more of like, so like, so yeah, you could, you, so like, you know, even with sports legends, but I think as a boy, like you look at that and go like, Oh, like that's what a man looks like. And I think that we're LeBron James. Yeah. Like I think uh, as a society, we're almost losing as like, that idea of like what we're trying to portray or what we're looking up to as to what a man is. Is that not a good thing? Yes and no. I feel like, because we have to have some type of uh, blueprint in front of us or some type of discipline system to be able to be like, yo, I want to be like this. Do we have to have that? Because I think we're too dangerous to be just loose and free like that. But does it have to be someone that is default masculine or does it have to just be, a person that we have as a blueprint because who's to say for example again you tell your son lebron james yeah that man look up to him yeah but then your son every time he turns around and goes yes father and then he walks into his room dot 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 
boom, slams door. He shuts door because he's respectful, I guess. Um, <laughs> he pops on the interwebs. And he's over there watching fucking YouTube videos about, I don't fucking know, um, enter prominent woman figure here. No, I feel you. If he goes and instead is watching clips from Harriet Tubman, and obviously she can't be speaking, <laughs> but like, like, you know, <coughs> a very public woman figure and is learning from that instead... Who's to say that is not just as masculine, not just as important, because he's now learning different ways to fight, different ways to utilize skills, utilize evolution, utilize his emotional intelligence in that regard. Because while LeBron James is, you know, LeBron James is the GOAT, he also has done a lot of really shitty stuff, even on the court. Literally, like, a year ago, people were booing him because he was an asshole. Because he walked out on his team and was pissed at them and was being a dick. It was a pretty dog shit-ass team. Don't get me wrong, though. He did build the team. He built the team, but he also was such a dick about it and walked out in the middle of a game. Something most people ostracized him for and said, like, that's not being somebody who's, like, committed to this. That's somebody who's too concerned about himself and his legacy. I mean, it, it also depends on the perspective you kind of look at it from. Because, like, from a competitor standpoint, like, being just so frustrated and being used to winning for so long, like, yeah, I mean, you kind of, you, you can understand the frustration and depending on, like, they went on a, they were on a fat-ass losing You were streak. losing the sauce. <laughs> no, I, 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 I get you, but. But that's my point is, like, I think that if you are strictly trying to establish masculinity based off of men, you will get lost in the sauce. Because I think that also a lot of awfully raised kids are usually... I think that finding a healthy balance is entirely important. And if a person is not able to properly display emotional intelligence, then it is bound to be a failure. And that yeah, I think I think just my biggest thing that I guess I've been trying to like really establish is that like as much as we teach you know whether it be boys or girls like hey like it's it, you know just be so like out and open with your emotions like say whatever you feel like say whatever you're thinking like yada yada this and that like I think from a young age we should be able to build like a discipline system that people go through that, you know, mentally they have to check themselves. You know what I mean? Because if you build that from an early standpoint, then I, no, yeah, you know what I mean? I definitely think that that is a skill that is required for most people. And I wish people had it, which is the emotional intelligence to be like, this is something that's actually upsetting me. And this is something that I'm just kind of like annoyed with. And I could keep to myself or like stuff that, you know, like learn to bite your tongue. Because sometimes the battle or what you have to say honestly isn't worth it. And it does not matter. Yeah, and I just As shitty as that is. But, like, sometimes what you have to say is not fucking important. And I just feel like we're not bringing up as many leaders as we should be. He says on the podcast, um, <laughs> what you have to say is not important, is what I mean. Whenever I was like, sometimes what you have to say is not fucking important. 
I say as I'm on a podcast where I talk yeah. about how I feel. <laughs> um, I just think that we're not bringing up as many leaders as we as you know we used to produce as just uh, as a world in general, and I think it's because. Is it that we're not bringing up as many leaders or is that we're not bringing up leaders that feel as historic? I think we're just not bringing up leaders. And like how many people like compared to. I don't even I don't even I I wouldn't even know how to word this, but it's just more of like. Assertive ass people, people of, you know, leader, people of or leadership, people of power. You know what I mean? I feel like it's not as common as it used to be. Like you would have people who kind of really did their own thing and like stuck to it and didn't really get bashed for it. But now you kind of have people who are like, if anyone tries to step outside of like what is socially accepted or what is okay right now, like they're so they're bashed so quick for it. You know what I mean? And then that mental trauma or whatever they went through ends up, we don't know what produces out of that human being because I feel like we don't really have again a system to be able to let people like understand what it is to try and find like I don't know I I guess what I'm trying to stay from it is like I think that I'm confused on what you think assertive leaders are and what time period you're referring to I just think in general, uh, so I saw, I saw a video. I'm going to try and quote this video because it was, because uh, I've been listening to a lot of Jordan Peterson and it kind of makes sense to believe that, you know, he said that from number wise, I don't know what the number was, but from, you know, for women, for the most part, after they get out of high school, like they kind of already know what they want to do because they're usually like pretty in tune with like. Their I decision think that's making. a blanket statement that's also wrong, but okay. He had some type of there was there was some type of numerical statistic for it that usually women who are more successful in their fields because they know they choose from a very early on age and what they want to do and like you know what they what their like goal oriented not necessarily pertain to happiness, but okay. I'm just saying in success no, I know in, in general yeah like regardless of their happiness you know I, what I mean and I feel. That boils down to also what do you define a success? Because I'd argue that I'd rather be happy than successful yeah, financially. I feel you, but also in the same sense, can't you say that money buys the doors to happiness? Don't you have to do what you have to do originally? And that's why, like, even before the podcast, I was, you know, mentioning sacrifice. Like, you have to do what you'll be able to do to buy, to be able to buy those doors to happiness. Then why would you leave a job that pays you well? Because maybe you have enough money that you have saved up to start doing what you can do. You know what I mean? To start that happiness. But you have to you have to have finances somewhere to be able to do something when it comes to happiness. Yeah, but that's my point is that if you are while yes, money does affect happiness, I also am a firm believer that if your source of money, you acknowledge I can go do another job somewhere else and I will be more happy because I am still making money, so I can still afford to do whatever I want to do. But I'm actually not miserable working. Is that not an affect? I, in a sense, yeah, but I feel like it's just more of like a, well, that person is just, I'm thinking more of like in a sense of like trying to be your own boss or start your own shit. And like, like success in my mind is someone who is 
independent business owner like has but their that's own an shit. outlier yeah but I, I think we should be looking to build more outliers i guess is what i'm trying to say is like we're, we're obviously we don't teach people how to be business owners because if we did everyone would be a business owner you know what i mean that shit's within like old families and shit like that and they keep that shit with it like it's gatekeeped obviously you know what i mean but i just don't think that enough men try to find themselves like how, how many more dudes do you know are lost quote unquote or are always like you can just tell like this dude really doesn't have like has found his purpose compared to I guess someone who kind of a woman or you know who fakes it a little bit better or even you know kind of is like oh yeah like I'm doing this like this is I'm content with this you know what I mean that I have just about as many friends that don't know what the fuck they're doing that are boy and girl and that are almost in the exact same spot I think that I arguably have more men in my life who know what they're doing and want to do and I feel like it's more of like they fake it type shit. And I, I feel because I, I think we're built to more go against the grain than anybody else. When it comes to like if like our dreams and what we really, really wanted to do with our life and like shit that like, you know, you know, we always have these like big grand things and, you know, like what we're mm-hmm. trying to fucking do. Um, and we don't ever do them because we're just kind of built into this like work for the man type is it that we're built into that or is that people like the drive to try to achieve those things? No, we're programmed from like school age to like work for somebody, be somebody, be under somebody and always answer to somebody. We are never taught to think for ourselves. We are never taught to really, really establish our own in identity until maybe college, if that around that area like, don't get me wrong, we always have those outlying teachers that are trying to help us find our identity and like, oh, like, don't listen to anybody, like, think for yourself. Like, we do have those teachers who really try and care about people, but when it comes down to it, like, our entire educational system is just built to basically yeah. build zombies. education is built to destroy creativity. And I think that... At its core. Yeah, and I, I think the more that we've gone through this conversation, the more I realized that my, I think the topic and what I was trying to talk about wasn't masculinity. It was just more of like a trying to give like I guess men a direction, um, and I guess you wouldn't really call it masculinity. It would just be more of like I, in my personal opinion, I feel like men just don't have a direction in more times than I guess women. And I guess it's biased because I'm trying to look out for dudes. Like, I'm not going to go out. Of, like, I could go out of my way and try to advocate, obviously, for women, you know, trying to find their purposes and stuff like that. But would why would I not? Like, I guess I could help both people out. You know what I mean? But obviously, I relate more to a man not being able to find his purpose and being lost and shit like that. Yeah. I think that my problem with... I think, yeah, definitely this is a different topic than what you actually meant to talk about yes and i also think that you have a severe misunderstanding that what you are talking about is an issue that can be boiled down to a people problem not just a man problem and i think your environment highly impacts what you are visualizing because i think you also are looking back into history on all these people who one are mostly men I will be honest. And then you are comparing to nowadays when in reality, people back then probably thought the same shit or didn't realize that the, all these people around them are the same thing. We have probably more than we normally would. The only difference is that they're not conquering. They're not leading kingdoms. They're leading fan bases. They're creating 
industrialized empires. Mm -hmm. We have them all around us. And they are living modern embodiments. We literally just spent two, five minutes of this podcast and then like 20 minutes before talking about some of the top content creators who have literal control of armies of people, fan base wise. Yeah. Who are also men. And that's my point is that I think you have a fundamental misunderstanding of what topic you wanted to talk about and also what power looks like nowadays in comparison to what it looked like. Yeah. Because in reality, a lot of people are forging their own path. A lot of people are doing the thing you're saying. I think it's just not as grandiose, quote unquote. It's more modern and more. It's not as rigid. Yeah, I just feel like there's like, there's so many zombies out there. You know what I mean? Like, there, I just feel and like. And there was back then, too. And it's just, it's crazy to think about, like, when you really start, like, discussing what it looks like to, like, the process in which to be successful, the process in which it looks like to get to where you want to be in life. And obviously, like, I don't care who you are, financial freedom obviously is something that everybody wants. Being able to, yeah. wa- being able to wake up the next day and not have to worry about a bill where your next, uh, you know, meals coming from, you know, where you're staying out at, you know, everyone wants to be able to wake up and look over a fucking nice ass view, know that there's a dope ass car there in their garage, whatever you want. Like everyone has their fucking dream. And, but I think it's just not like, there's not enough homies talking about that shit. There's not enough homies fucking like really, really trying to make people better. You know what I mean? And I think that's something that like, that's got to change. I think I think I think we have to start taking I guess the power sense is more of like taking power and control of like your own decisions. I think people have to realize like once you start making the decisions to better yourself, like you are probably going to lose most people around you because most people around you do not make everyday decisions to make themselves better. You want people to have self-empowerment. Yeah, in a sense, obviously, because if you have self-empowerment, then that power, obviously, like, you radiate that power. Like, when you know when someone walks into a room, whether it be man or woman, and they're like, that's a fucking boss. Like, you know it off rip. No matter what they look like, you can just tell by the energy. You know what I mean? And I think getting to that point is, like, people should start understanding that shit now. Like, like our age. And I think that's something that is not even, like, close to being portrayed as it should be. And I think social media is a big part to that. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's, like, a big fucking, like, keep people, like, in this certain type of, like... Labels? Yeah, and, like, you know, like, uh, you know, obviously, I mean, we can go into the whole, like, victim mentality rather than actually being a victim to certain things and, you know, what it is pulling away from, you know, people who are victims of certain situations and shit like that. Because you have people who feel like you know i i, I was a I, I had it a victim mentality of you know relationships and you know oh this happened to me fuck the world blah 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 this and that like i'm such a good person why this happened to me yada yada this and that when it's really all right this was meant to happen to you to make you a better person get over it learn from it realize what happened learn your mistakes and what you could do from it learn from what you can do better from that situation and move on from it Everything, everything, like, 
in my head is meant to happen to make you a better person. And I think the victim mentality in today's society is so fucked up because everyone is like, why did this happen to me? I don't deserve this. Yada, yada, this and that. Don't get me wrong. Life is unfair. Like shit's going to happen to you where you honestly don't deserve it. And, and you know, shit is going to happen where you're like, yo, this is so fucked up to happen to a good person. But rather than sitting around and just letting it completely cripple your, whether it be momentum or your self-empowerment or how you look at yourself and, you know, the way you approach the world and stuff like that, I think there's more power in using it as motivation than it is being a victim. Yeah, I think that when I got out of my abusive relationship, there was a really long period of time where I really... I went through a really long healing process and I think it's because the person was still in my life because they had to kind of be, um, it wasn't like something I could get away from necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I think that that led me to have a pretty strong victim mentality about it, especially when for a little while after they were not in my life and stuff. Um, but I had a pretty strong victim mentality about, you know, like, how could this happen to me? Like, why did, you know, and just like really living in it and being like, I am the victim here, like this, and not being like, I also let it happen. I also let it keep going, you know, and not being like, this happened and I have to move forward. I have to be stronger because of this happened. And instead, I just kind of did the woe was me instead of trying to turn it into like, and that's why I think I don't like whenever people, tell me like i'm sorry that that happened like you know they kind of or tell me like you you didn't deserve it it's like that's not what i want i don't want you like your pity which sounds awful but like i don't want that but also if i'm going to date you if i'm going to you know have you be my friend and you ask me questions about why i behave a certain way and i tell you i don't you know that's kind of a required reading so to speak yeah and so it's gotten to a point where I'm kind of like, I don't need that. And it kind of is more just, it is more likely to push me back to that mentality than you to be like, well, look where you are now at least. Cause if every time that I talked about it, somebody said to me instead, like, well, I'm glad you made it out or, you know, even saying something as like blatant and like, candid i guess is saying like well that person's shitty and i'm glad you're okay that statement completely changes everything for that person stop saying i'm sorry that this happened to you and try to make it more about how the person's better now or a person's in a better spot and i know that kind of switches the topic a little bit into abuse but i'd be so sucky with that i'd be like well that fucking sucks but look at you now bud <laughs> That means more than you going, I'm, I'm sorry so sorry you for you. Yeah. yeah. And that must have been tough. Yeah. It's like, that doesn't make me feel better. That makes me feel like you think I'm living in it. Yeah. And I like, I don't know. I, I just like, now I'm like completely kind of jumbled all around because obviously like it wasn't the topic that I, I initially like thought I was talking about. Um, yeah. Titling this one's going to suck. 
Yeah, I was gonna say you should just name it something kind of catchy about like just like obviously me realizing uh, what <laughs> what I was actually trying to talk about. Brennan makes a fake topic. Yeah, literally. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I kind of feel like obviously more biased towards men because I am a man, um, and I want to be able to help like my fellow like dudes out because I like I don't know. I guess I just know a little bit more dudes. In I my think life. that there's something that we also need to say, which is whenever we were starting this podcast, whenever we were talking about making it, the fundamental idea of it was a little different than what it actually ended up being. And I think that we switched it because one, because of the people that were involved, one, and two, because in reality, the topic that we were going to have it on, which you can say what it is, uh, is not something that is... It doesn't conceivable ha- for a long. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't like we. We basically we're going to start our podcast about like men's mental health in general, and just try to advocate like for like what it is to be a man in today's age, and like you know going through life. But obviously, there's only so much shit you can say in different times and like reutter, um, and kind of twist about you know so many times. Like it doesn't have the longevity of this yeah and so which gives us space yeah which obviously gives us like you know room to talk about different things you know whatever it may be and i think um i guess i kind of just wanted to be able to kind of like i guess aim it towards that men's mental health which obviously i should have established i feel like in the beginning and kind of like where i wanted to kind of like guide this Mm -hmm. um which again is probably my fault. We can you can probably throw a little disclaimer in the front and be like, "Yo, if you watch to the end, you realize how this entire conversation." Yeah, is. <laughs> I'll probably put a disclaimer in the beginning and be like, "Hey, just so you know, the topic is not what it seems like it is, and it kind of shifts, and we'll explain towards the end where it went." Yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. I hope you enjoyed that recap of what I said at the beginning, viewer. Um, but yeah, I just uh. I definitely wanted to advocate, obviously, and kind of. Have just you heard the club argument Mm-mm. while we're kind of talking about gender stuff? Mm-mm. There's this really popular clip going around uh, from a podcast, and I don't know what podcast it is. I'm so sorry because I would hate if somebody mentioned us and didn't know the <laughs> name. But I'm so sorry. Um, but I see it every like couple days, and it's this group of guys. It's a guys and girls podcast, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like six of them. Which is wild. Are they at a big table? I have no idea. Oh. But they're talking about... The girls basically ask, like, why is it not okay if a girl goes to a club? Like, why is it a a red flag? or? Oh, it's it's a bunch of white people, right? I think some of them are Asian, but yeah. I don't know. It was like like three white dudes, and I think... I just know it's three dudes and three girls. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the the clip you're talking about, and then they basically explain, like... If your dude went to the... Was going to a club and you knew and for looked, a fact that a girl was yeah, going to be that girls were going to be hitting approaching him, him, him to have sex with him yeah, buying, buying him drinks, drinks to get him drunk yeah and the and some of them may be more attractive than you is that something that would be comfortable with you and then they all the girls are like no when you put it like that yeah they, they were like yeah absolutely not like that's not something i would be okay with um what a wild thing that's how it is with a lot of things though is that they don't and and, and i think that when when you when you have a guy who's almost like they get caught out for being insecure or like jealous when like there's a difference between being insecure about like if you want to go talk to a dude if that's your homie i trust you you haven't given me a reason not to trust you going to an environment of that 
esque. Yeah, is a good reason for you to be like, no, stay your ass home, bro. Like you're not gonna go, go out with people that you know, like it. It, it, it it's always different because it, especially if you it, like. You can say like, oh, go with people you trust. But if you know her friends and you know how they act or you know how they are, like you're not even comfortable with them going with them friends because you know that their intentions. Yeah. You I know think, what I mean? Like, I think it entirely depends on a lot of factors on who's there and stuff. It, like that shit blows my mind. That kind like, of does whip it back to like the actual main topic. Yeah. Because like, obviously like we're, we, you know, there's some times where you're like, oh, that dude's super insecure. Like that dude's like, oh, he just, you know, but he, he doesn't like himself. Also, and it's like, yeah, it's, women don't approach, approach men like that. So it's not something that you really consider usually. And it's funny because I mean, now they kind of do, especially if you have a little bit more. If you, if you have a certain status, I would say it, men are women are obviously going to approach you because now it's almost like a. But I'm talking about the normie piece. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. But I'm just saying the just, and you. <laughs> wow. You're right. It's fine. No, but like. I can count on my hand, like how many times a woman has like has actively approached me and tried uh, to and. I don't. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, think yeah. I'm particularly <laughs> I like, like all that and a bag of chips, but I've been told that I'm attractive. You are attractive. I th- love you, man. You literally you're, look like Danny Phantom, bro. You're a beautiful man. You're at least you make at least five women wet when they see you. You know what I mean? And that's in a respectful manner. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have literally no reply to that, honestly. Like you just the hair the dude I'm getting my hair cut finally yeah I mean too it's fucking is rough it is it's shaggy yeah, I was about to say it kind of looks shaggy yeah no it's pretty uh yeah but I, I'm um, excited but yeah yeah you definitely are a good looking dude and you should definitely take a little bit I'm glad you started taking a little bit more confidence and and accepting what you and your uh, me and me and the homies were telling you because that shit was for real this shit used to piss me off bro Jackson was like ah he'd always be like. Ah. I don't, I don't know. I, I'd be like, bro, shut your ass up. I would go ask like four different girls and be like, bro, do you think Jackson's attractive? They'd be like, yeah, absolutely. 110%. Yes, absolutely. I'd be like, all right, bro, cool. That's all I wanted to know. And then he walks away. Yeah, and then I walk away. And then Comes he, back to the machine and he's just like, so what are we making? Yeah, bro. And I'm just like, all right, at least I'm not talking out of my ass. Sometimes I would tell him, sometimes I wouldn't, you know. But, yeah, you know, and I think... um I think there's obviously good reasons like we I think we should talk about like the whole gender roles and like what is kind of like yeah we're gonna have this be a little bit of a longer episode to make up for the fact that we're late <laughs> I mean we can if you really wanted to I mean just because we're getting into this yeah I mean if you want to I don't care I mean it's just, what do you want to talk about bro? um I don't know what <sighs> I guess the uh, like what kind of like the example you gave like there has the to be club. yeah there has to be more examples like that. I mean definitely like th- th- it is something that actually I just had a conversation about with my significant other it was kind of gender roles and stuff um, and I think it's something that always kind of bugs me and is always on my mind yeah because I feel like and, okay so like what's a so like what what well, what what asserts a man why. in a relationship and what asserts a woman I in do want to explain why it bugs me why because growing up I had this weird dynamic where. I had my mom, who's gay, so she had her her wife, and then all of their gay friends. Um, and then I had my dad, who was straight, and you know he had girlfriends and then a wife, and so I saw a lot of different dynamics. And then also, like growing up, especially as I got older, I heard a lot of the stuff that my mom and 
her wife and my sister would say about men and usually be my mom and her wife. And especially nowadays, it feels like I hear it a lot. And so I kind of growing up have seen the different dynamics of like relationship, gender roles, what is expected and all these different things. And it's so weird to me. And it's stuff that I kind of take issue with now of like, even the smallest thing would, we've talked about gender roles before on the podcast i will say Mm -hmm. we have i think we talked about in the feminist episode and i think we've talked about one other episode Mm -hmm. uh but and and, you know there's always things that are going to come up again and there's always things that we're going to have different takes on because opinions change and stuff happens in your life and whatever right and and sometimes you're just having an off day and you're just like i'm gonna fucking i'm fucking this shit up um (laughs) but hello i think that even like gender roles when it comes to like initiating first contact and then like sex or you know like the expectation of a man always wanting to have sex the um which is yeah crazy yeah i mean because it's not true also it just i i also do want to say this for because it gets memed on so much for the amount of men who don't know how a female body works, I need you to understand, I guarantee you, you have no idea how a male body works either. 90% of you don't. It's you don't know how it's male just dicks work. You don't know anything about us. You don't know anything about how our body functions because it just... It's just a lot easier because obviously it looks a lot easier when you're yeah, doing the things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like you just... It's things that like... Like I know girls who don't know how boners work. I don't. I know girls who don't know how like peeing works. I know girls who don't None know that like, shit, yeah. who don't know how fucking like the fact that your dick can tear, like all that shit. Like there's thousands of things, and there's a lot of men who don't know fucking anything about women, yeah. and that's not good. It's not okay. <laughs> And that falls on our sex education system and also your own willingness to learn about those things. Because <laughs> as somebody who personally hates learning about anatomy, I have gone out of my way to try and learn these things. Um, but oh, well. I'm challenging you. If there's a question you have, if you realize and you sit for a second and you say, I'm pretty sure this is how this works, but you can't confidently say, do some research. Figure learn about the opposite sex. Shit, make sure you learn about make sure you learn about your sex too the amount of people who don't know shit about their own body get that shit under control because i promise you it is so important and it determines a lot of things involving gender roles it determines a lot of things involving like pleasing your partner and other shit that just is like basic core functions of your life because even body language has a part in it a woman and a man's body language are usually different. And it's not always like one-to-one or always like, it's not a universal, you know, shoe fits all, but there's still things that you can pick up on. I think that relationship gender roles are one of the ones that usually is the easiest to kind of tackle. And then also I, okay. You know what the sidewalk rule is? Yeah. I don't fucking get the sidewalk rule. Why? What do you mean? You, what? What? Okay. What? What don't you get about it? I think that it doesn't make sense to me. It's literally just a like mental thing. It is just a placebo, but it still makes them feel very secure and very safe. And it's just a, it's just like a quote unquote like old school like gentleman thing to do. Yeah, 
which is what I don't get. Because some dude made it some type of because, fucking... Because here's the thing. If a car's coming at us, one, I promise you, it is like a one in a million that I'm going to be able to save you. You just push her out the way. In the amount of time that a 60 mile per hour car is coming towards us and I might notice it. If you're walking on the sidewalk, nine times out of ten, you should probably be able to see a car coming at you head on. Or even from Have behind you. seen you. the clips on Reddit where it's a car coming towards them and it's like the last second that they save it because that's when they notice it because that's just how your body works. Maybe you're just not aware. No, it, it is a natural thing. I guarantee you, you have been walking down the sidewalk and a car's been a little too close to you and you did not notice until it like zoomed past you because that's how people work. It is, you know, especially if you're having a conversation, you're talking, which you usually are when you're with your partner. I feel you, but I, I don't know. I guess it, it, because you're it, not in a mode where you're like, I'm, I have to pay attention. So then I think you should change that and be more aware if you're walking on a sidewalk on a main street or even on, on a regular street. I think that there is also a level of, and like I said, it's also a placebo. It's literally just to make somebody feel good. What I do is if I'm walking with my significant other down the road, I will move them on the side according to where somebody is going to be on the sidewalk. So if somebody's walking towards me and I'm going to push that person to go to my left, my partner is now going on my right. So they're going to be on the side of the road because I'd rather that them be closer to the road than closer to the person that is walking right next to us. Because for me, that is more of an, an a potent threat than the off chance that a car comes swinging towards me. I feel you. I, I know that's just like an old school, like, that's just the old but school But that's thing. a thing. That's a gender role. Yeah. That is something that in society is like frowned upon. Same thing with the opening car doors. I will open up my significant <laughs> other's car door when it is like an event's going on or it's a special night or like not every time. Because I think that it is more, and I've had this conversation, they're like, it kind of bothered me at first, but then I realized you do it when it's not all the time, because you want it to be a potent thing. You want it to be something that means something. Yeah, you want it to be able to be, like, be appreciated, not expected at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Same concept. I feel you. I get it. And I, I think, think. I don't know. I think, it, I think the door and then the sidewalk thing are a little bit different in my opinion. I don't. I think they're I, the like, same I, thing because they're conceptual gender roles I that society see, assigns. I can see like your point and understand. I don't know. It's probably just like, and I also it's probably just a feeling thing. You know but I, mean? I also was raised by two women who were married, so that's not something that was talked about. Yeah, no, I feel that's like not something that ever came to mind yeah. because for a large part of my life, the healthy relationship that I saw, the relationship that was actually potent in front of me that existed was the relationship between my mom and her wife. So that's how I learned to formulate relationships. And so it just wasn't ever anything that I was like, because who walks on the side then? Exactly. Because it doesn't matter. I feel you. Because you know what? If one of us dies, the other one's going to be upset anyway. Yeah, I guess it's just like that. And the probability that I can save you is still not that likely. I guess it's just the ideology of like that's just what the manly thing is to do yeah but that's what my point is is the fact that if society is holding on to this thing so fucking hard and like <laughs> people are like this is something that is a problem i'm like <laughs> there's so many other things that you need to worry about and you're concerned about i'm a bad significant other if <laughs> i walking. if i'm on the fucking left side of the sidewalk hey, and I it mean, just so happens because we're more comfortable holding hands with our right hand and i mean 
you know, obviously, like, and if it is something that small, like, why are you so stressed about it? Because I think that generals piss me off. <laughs> I think some of them are a lot smaller than other ones, and it's kind of more of just like a, this is kind of dumb, but I get why. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even with walking, like I said, it's really a placebo thing. Like, you can kind of tell, like, it naturally almost makes them feel safe even though they know that if a car is flying at them like but it's but just, that's it, that's what fucking confuses i think it's because i'm also it's a how very, humans work though. but i think it's because i'm also a very logical like centered person on that regard yeah you are a very logical person because i've but had, nine times out of ten because my significant other, aren't. because my significant other has mentioned to me that she doesn't like that i don't do that Bro, because I know you as a... If 2 plus 2 does not equal 4, it's not correct. And I understand that that's how you are. You know what I mean? Like, dog, if this is this, and this is this, this is what's going to happen. Like, I'm recapping the past five minutes of the podcast. <laughs> like, I, I, I get it, bro. You know what I mean? But human beings are not at all in the slightest way... A plus B equals C. We are yeah, the most but complicated that's also the conversation things. that we're having right now yeah. is breaking gender roles and breaking gender norms and, and, and trying to tear apart that. But I think some of them aren't even like that big to even fucking like try and tear down. Like why die on the hill of like I should be able to walk wherever the fuck I want. Because I don't think that it should deem whether or not a boyfriend or significant other period is good or bad based off of but the that's fact. that's your own opinion. Just keep it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, but like, that's what we're doing. That's the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, I. But Ima- imagine this episode goes like this. Brendan says, men need to be more like they were back in the day. King is Kong. Da, 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 da. And I go, but that's just your opinion, man. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. And that's the podcast. What the fuck? No, and he it, said, let's talk no, about gender roles. No, no, no. I bring up gender roles. He goes, yeah, but that's just kind of your opinion, no, man. No, 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 no. listen, listen. <laughs> this fucking pot, this show's dumb. No, no listen, listen. The, the, what I meant by that is like you can't judge somebody for thinking that they're a good significant other for walking on a certain side oh, of the I street. I can judge them. No, you can't. <laughs> oh, I can judge them. No, because people, because then. Like, it's stupid for people to judge you for being a logical person and thinking that 2 plus 2 is 4, right? But sometimes people really want to think that 2 plus 2 is... they're fucking wrong. (laughs) That was the most ignorant thing I think I've ever heard you Uh, say in your life. Yeah, but I'm kidding. I I know that... I know... Well, no. But I know that just as much as they're valid to their opinion and that if that's what they believe, that's fine and that's okay that... That's their mindset. Just seeing you like get so worked up over something so small is what really did it. I told you. I think I'm just heated today. I think I'm just like I'm. I'm feisty. I, I don't. Think, I don't think today was a good day. Today. I think I'm just ready to fight. I think I'm just. Whew, we, I'm feeling it. I'll throw in the left glove. You want to throw in the right glove? We could. We that, could. That's dumb. <laughs> no. Yeah. We, we should take boxing classes together. We should just box each other. I want to learn to box though. I want to be. I, I want to be safe about it. I could teach you how to box. You know how to wrap your hands and shit. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe we could. Huh. Um, but and then, anyway. And then we get the headgear and just start rocking each other. I, I really <laughs> like. Imagine walking into EOS and just two people in the middle of the like, yard area. I don't Helmet think they'd let us. Nink, nink, nink. They wouldn't let us. I mean, they wouldn't know if we were quick about it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but everyone's entitled to their opinion. And I know that. The, 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 mm-hmm. But like, it doesn't change the fact that if we're talking about gender norms and disestablishing them like yeah that's what i'm going to talk about even if it's small and while somebody can be like yeah but this is why i feel this way 
that doesn't make me go, you're right right now. Because if at the end of the day, your argument is it is a placebo effect and that's just the way it is, I feel like my argument fundamentally is better. Fundamentally. But also, fuck your fundamentals. This podcast is dumb then. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what to say. Because, like... That's how society really looks. Because you also have to realize, like, you could literally explain the most logical reasoning to most people, and they still want to believe what they want to believe. Yeah, I do it every day. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that it's like... We did it 10 minutes before the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Um, I got really heated. Yeah, you did. I I got really frustrated. I started talking about some uh, galactic, spiritual, higher being. I got actually so frustrated. (laughs) Like, I tried really hard to cool off and be like, it's fine. It doesn't actually matter. But I was, like, really, like, <laughs> I don't want to record right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think it's the first time I've actually gotten Jackson like that. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. To that point, yeah. Yeah. But, um, no, yeah, it was a great time, honestly. It was a fantastic conversation. Um, But I, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't know. I've kind of. We, I feel like we just kind of. I've been all over the place for sure, um, and I feel like I'm trying to like. I'm trying to like zone in and obviously like, really like be able to know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Um. And obviously I wasn't today. I think uh, I'm just on it. I'm just. I'm heated. Yeah, bro. You're on ten for sure. And um, you know what? I'm. I'm sure that there's going to be things that I've said like every episode that I don't mean or that I regret. But at the same time, no, we don't regret shit over here, bro. No regrets. No regrets. There's just a, change. Yeah, just literally be like, damn, I probably shouldn't have said that. I won't say it next time. Eh, yeah, yeah. I mean, people regrets. say shit that they don't necessarily mean or don't articulate the best way, but also, or sometimes they say something that Podcast. sometimes they say something that they feel at that time in that moment, and then like you said, yeah, they change. Maybe just because I'm on a heater right now. Oh, yeah, maybe you're just because you're on ten. You're just talking out fucking. Yeah, because I don't think I've ever really thought that much about the sidewalk rule, other than. Like a conversation or two that's come up. Yeah, like it's like it's really not that deep. But but I, also it fucking is to me right now. <laughs> uh, let's come up, let's, bro, let's, let's end this podcast. All I'm saying is, if Jackson sees you walking on the correct side of the street, he's probably gonna fucking run you over just to prove a point. <laughs> but he's gonna aim for your girl and not you, just to prove a point. <laughs> I think that's the moral of the story. I think it's also dumb because if the car hits something, it's nine times out of ten also going to bounce a little bit, so it'll swivel. So it still would probably hit both of you anyway. Nah, he's just going to aim for your girl. <laughs> Mr. Hit your girl. <laughs> Stupid ass. Brendan, what are you coming up on? Oh, uh, my Giants made the playoffs. Um, fuck everybody for doubting us. Um, we have fantastic coaches. Daniel Jones is our quarterback. Saquon Barkley is our running back. And I want everyone who ever doubted the Giants to go gobble on some nuts. What are you coming up for? Did you see the Packers <laughs> player that pushed the med unit? Two Packers players, like, uh, this med person was getting in to get to a player, and then the Packers player pushed him and, like, fucking was like, boom. And then the other player, like, shouldered him after he saw him get pushed. And the med person was like, what the fuck? And then his coach was, the coach was yelling at him, and the commentators were like, that's not good. (laughs) 
I did not see that. Yeah, Packers fans were pissed. <clears throat> they were all like, I'll never, I don't know why they're all country in my yeah, head. Yeah, I was like, Wisconsin G's heads, obviously. Like, I don't know why they're country in my head, but I think it's just because Packers fans innately in my mind, because they're like one of the only free open teams, um, free traded. What do you mean? Like, every other team is privatized except for Packers. Where? Yeah, that's why so many people like them. I did not know that. Yeah, but so that's why also in my mind, they're all country sounding. They're all like, I'll never support the Packers again. But I'm just like, damn. They all sound like Trevor Trevor from GTA. Yeah, also true, though. I don't know why the fuck you would hit med people when they're trying to help a player. Yeah, no, that shit's crazy. Um, Especially right after the Bills thing. Yeah. That like, shit was wild. That did you see Hamlet. what happened? That they got the moment they got their next game with it out him, or like well, after the stuff with him happened, they got a return kick. Oh kickoff. yeah, yeah, hundred. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, bro. And that entire they, they, had, two, they, the they had two. They had two return kicks. Um, they had like a pick six. Josh Allen was throwing. Josh Allen was throwing fucking like hail marys they were playing and shit. With our hearts, dude. Jo- like they Kinda were like watching a college game. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. Like they were on some shit for sure, uh. bro. Um, it was like it was like almost it was like a tearjerker like it was yeah. almost an emotional thing to kind of yeah. like watch. But yeah, no, I feel you. That shit. Was I don't crazy. even pay attention to sports that much. It yeah. just came up because I want to know what happened to the guy. Yeah. No, so like I get little clips from football now. I'm like ah, oh. small bits of info. Yeah. Glad he's okay though. Shout out to uh, yeah. Senior Hamlin. What a guy. Um. Did you see that his uh whatever his fundraiser is for back home? As soon as he got injured, they got like he raised. They basically donated a bunch of money to his yeah. like fund. I was like that shit is dope. It's cool oh. to see. Buff- see. Buffalo fans have get, have always kind of proven to be like solid ass fans. Like they always come in clutch. Ride or I, dies. Yeah, I think they did it for Josh Allen when he did a fundraiser. He did something I forgot what it was, but he raised like half a million or some bullshit like that. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, but yeah, like I said, go Giants. Ooh. What about you, Biatch? Man, why did I pick this? I'm on yeah. ten. Fuck them kids, bro. No, um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, who hurt you? What? What six so year old pissed you? I have cereals? been reunited, and it feels. Yeah, so I was about to say, um, with a friend of mine, and you have a long lost son. No, uh, imagine. I'm more his son than the other way around. But anyway, no, I, I'm just saying. Kind of just for talking about a lot of like people and specific friends that we had and what kind of happened and some of the, like kind of the falling outs and stuff. And then I also had reconciled with somebody recently in like my other personal life that isn't just online. And so it was kind of wild because it was this moment of like, they also told me like, fuck everybody else. Like me and you are cool. And that's what actually matters. Everybody else doesn't fucking matter. And then the conversation that I had with my friend that I just uh, kind of am around again was very much a conversation of like people ain't shit unless you let them be and as you get older you are more inclined and less entitled to be like I forgive you like we're cool and you are more entitled to be like fuck you like I'm out like you're not worth my time you've done me dirty or you're not like you know just be like you don't need to be a part of my life anymore it's okay for you to not be type of vibe and so while last week I talked about bearing the hatchet I'm also kind of also talking about like fuck them let them go let them leave brother 
let let those let them bitches ride. <laughs> because they don't need to be a part of your life, which is also, I guess, still bearing the hatchet of like being able to just kind of like let it go and you know deal with your grief, however that is. But like, people can be a part of your life in a smaller way and still be important to you, but also have you understand that like you're just not who I need anymore. You're not like there's a clear fundamental difference in how you treat me or how I treat you, like whatever it might be, and it's just not not it yeah so yeah i know fuck them kids bro yeah bro hey uh love yourself love your chosen family know your worth don't let nobody fucking devalue you you as a human being know what you're worth know what the fuck you deserve know what you expect and if anybody outside of that is like nah i'm gonna act this way or i'm gonna be this way open the door for them smack it on a butt when they walk out type shit lighter dog um, regardless though, uh, if you guys actually make it through this whole entire video, um, without getting mad at me, I love you. Um, I've really just been trying to find like, I guess the correct way. Cause I've been seeing a lot of videos of like people who are obviously on the social platforms, just spewing out nonsense about men, um, and getting a lot of clout for it. And I would like to be an advocate for what a man, I guess, quote-unquote should be but without pissing people off you know what i mean because like obviously a piece of shit yeah like women have advocates for themselves and you know big leaderships but i think a lot of like a lot of men who are in leadership right now are either big pieces of shit or kind of fakers you know what i mean it's never changed and I think that there has to be some type of like shift in like, all right, bro, this is what you should be doing. This is what you shouldn't be doing. Like, cause I don't think from a young age, like we're very like it, from my opinion and from what I've experienced and me personally, men are very like, we're almost like one track mind like beings sometimes, especially growing up, like growing up. I feel like as soon as we attach onto something that like makes sense to us, like we like really write it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like we just need to be able to build something from the get-go and, like, be able to actually help them out, like, young boys and, like, not... Yeah. Because you know how, like, most guys kind of have that phase, whether it be, like, in high school of, like, being a real piece of shit and then realizing what it is to, like... Hey, everyone has, like, their, like, story about, like, how... Oh, Coming you... to Earth. Yeah, and then, like, realizing what it is, like, oh, I, to be a good human being or, like, what yeah. it is to actually be a human being. I think we should just nip that shit in the bud because then we would produce a lot of better human beings in I general. Think most of those moments are caused by mistakes. And people usually only learn by their mistakes. How many times have you been given advice and told, hey, you should do this this way, this thing, because otherwise <laughs> X will happen? And then you were like, yeah, but. I feel you. I, and then you fucked it up, and then that the thing happened, and you're like, I'm never doing that again. But I also think the way it was explained, and sometimes the way shit is explained, isn't really like sure the way that they can really interpret it. Yeah. Obviously, you can say it in adult terms, but sure. I think everyone takes on advice and information differently. So if you kind of figure out, like, all right, this is how this kid fucking... Obviously, it's going to take time to, like, really invest in that kid. And that's obviously on the upbringing or, like, yeah. the influences that those people have. But I think I think there's a lot of 
young men going on to the internet and going on to social media and seeing these influencers rather than actually looking at somebody in their own life, which is why I'm saying that we need to try and put on something or like we need to start changing as a whole in what we're putting out for these young men to feed their brain and feed their soul essentially because I think there's a lot that I want to say, but we're at the end of the episode, so I'm not going to. <laughs> I mean, you can't real quick. We'll just end it right after. Nope. Where can they find you, Brendan? Um, you can't. It's probably better after this episode. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, hey, if you want to come talk about it, if you want to come shoot me some hate, um, if you want to have a conversation, bro, just you can find me at uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitch. and Twitch at KillerB420, um, and then TikTok at KillerBDabs. What about you, my boy? You can find me at RQ on Twitch, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you want to find more of us... Together? Yeah. Our OnlyFans is... No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, You can find us on Coming Up For Air cast on Instagram, Up For Air cast on Twitter. And Coming Up For Air podcast on TikTok. Shit, no lame shit. Um, I, ho- you, I hope I stirred up some emotions. I really hope that <laughs> if you enjoyed the episode, make sure to like, subscribe, follow, whatever, rate, rate it all, share. If you're triggered, though, come talk to me. Let's talk about it. Share it with somebody, I guess. Come put me onto some knowledge. You know what I mean? I like half of this was really my intention to piss people off. So that way, um, especially I like, like I like. I now realize, like, I want to piss people off, and so that way I can, like, really understand how people feel about certain things. Like, it's almost fun to poke buttons at people. Just what an ju- awful take you just said. Yeah, and it, it kind of is shitty, but uh, I think... What an awful thing you just said and have dragged me into for our podcast. Well, because it's almost like no one's ever going to show their true colors about shit. No one's really, really genuinely honest This about is it. no longer a conversation for the podcast. <laughs> you said this is getting cut. <laughs> Anyways, love you guys. Later, guys. Love you guys. Oh, be a good (laughs) fucking human, please. See you next Wednesday. Later, guys.